Hello from Kuala Lumpur and thank you for joining us for the latest edition of the Ipsasby Meeting Highlights audio podcast. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the Ipsasby's recent meeting from December the 4th to December the 7th in Kuala Lumpur. I'm John Stanford, Technical Director of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board, the Ipsasby. Joining me is Ipsasby Chair Ian Carruthers, along with staff members Ross Smith, Amon Deliweo, Joe Spencer, Shao von Seker, and Paul Mason. Welcome to all of you. Ian, please could you give us a high-level overview of Ipsasby's last meeting of 2018? Thanks, John. Yeah, this has certainly been a landmark meeting for Ipsasby. In particular, we gave approval to Ipsas 42 on social benefits. This has been on the board's uh, agenda for a long while now and has been a very high profile emission from our standard suite. So to finally get to approval stage on that project is a major achievement. We also approved our strategy and work plan for the period uh, 2019 through to 2023 and you'll hear more about that. So two very important uh, approvals there in terms of the board going forward. In addition we also improved an exposure draft on collective and individual services and emergency relief and this will go out in January alongside the final version of IPSAS 42. And then finally we approved uh, the amendments to IPSAS 36 and IPSAS 41. So all of those very important. We also made significant progress with our other projects in particular with measurement where we're looking to approve a consultation paper and an illustrative exposure draft in March as a result of the good progress we made at this meeting and we had important discussions on the revenue project and the leases project. So overall a very important meeting and one which will stand us in good stead as we move into 2019. Thank you, Ian. Paul, could you briefly highlight the key points on social benefits and the related ED on collective and individual services and emergency relief? Thanks, John. The good news from this meeting is that after 16 years of working, the board has been able to approve a standard on social benefits. IPSAS 42 will be issued early in 2019 with an effective date of January 1st, 2022. The key features of IPSAS 42 are that it defines social benefits as cash transfers to individuals or households to address social risk. The recognition of a liability will be on the balance sheet for the first time, but this will be the liability for the next payment. The standard will also include disclosure requirements. One of the key things that stakeholders mentioned about social benefits is how it interacts with other non-exchange expenses, particularly collective services and individual services. And the board has been able to approve ED67, Collective and Individual Services and Emergency Relief, which is a draft of additional guidance to IPSAS 19 that will address those transactions. So stakeholders will be able to look at the Social Benefits Standard, IPSAS 42, and the ED67 and see how all of those transactions in, um, are related. It's been a, a long journey to get here, but it's very important 
and it fills a major gap in the Ipsasby's literature. Thank you, Paul. At this meeting, the Ipsasby continued its discussions on the three streams of the revenue project. Amon, could you briefly update us on the stream aligning with IFRS 15, revenue from contracts with customers? Thank you, John. The Ipsas B approved the scope and clarified the definition of a binding arrangement. After considering the term resource provider, the Ipsas B replaced the term customer with purchaser. Staff will provide a suitable title for the standard. Explanatory text in the application guidance or basis for conclusion of the standard will highlight the rationale of the decisions made by the Ipsas B. The Ipsas B also approved amendments to Ipsas 36 investments in associates and joint ventures and IPSAS 41 financial instruments to align with those amendments in uh, IFRS. Thanks, Samun. Joe, the board discussed the approach to enforceability and what we've called, perhaps misleadingly, time requirements. Can you update us on the board's decisions? Thanks, John. Yes, the board discussed transactions that have in the past been generically described as having a time requirement, but perhaps a more accurate description is that they have an expectation or intention on how the fund should be used. In respect of these transactions, the board decided that if a transaction is enforceable, it would be accounted for under the IFRS 15 base standard. However, if there was no enforceability, it would be accounted for under an updated IPSAS 23 and revenue would be recognised when the resources were receivable. However, these unenforceable transactions would require the entity to provide enhanced display and or disclosure to communicate to users that the funds received are earmarked for a particular purpose or for use over a specific time period. Thank you, Joe. Let's now move on to leases. Joao, the board discussed the strategic options for dealing with leases in light of the responses to ED64 leases. Can you tell us a little bit more? Thank you, John. The leases project had a major development at this meeting. From a project management perspective, the IPSASB decided to create a task force on leases to be established at the March 2019 meeting. The task force will review all the issues raised by respondents and hence freeing IPSASB's time to move with other IPSASB's projects. The IPSASB will only take a final decision on the way forward on lease accounting for the public sector after the review of all these issues. From a technical perspective, this means that IPSASB's reaffirmed tentative decision at this meeting to adopt lessee accounting requirements based on ED64 is only subject to the review of the issues on lessor accounting and concessionary leases that might also impact on lessee accounting. Therefore, 2019 will be a decisive year for the development of the leases project. Thank you, João. Ross, tell us more about the Ipsasby strategy and work plan 2019 to 2023. Thanks, John. The Ipsasby approved the strategy and work plan 2019 2023 delivering global standards, inspiring implementation at the December 2018 meeting. The strategy sets out the board's strategic priorities and work plan activities for the next five years, including adding two new projects to the board's agenda, a project on natural resources and a limited scope review of the IPSASB's conceptual framework. 
Together with the strategy, the board will publish a consultation summary for the first time. The consultation summary describes how the board has listened to respondents in the comment letters and from the roundtables and modified the proposals from the consultation to finalize the strategy. Watch for both the strategy and the consultation summary to be published in February 2019. Thank you, Ross. Ian, could you sum up what's been an extremely busy year for the IPSASB? Thank you, John. Yes, it's certainly been a very busy year for IPSASB, and I think a memorable one with the approval of IPSAS 42 social benefits and also our strategy for the next five years. In addition, we also approved IPSAS 41 on financial instruments and we got up to date with annual improvements. So I think very important in terms of the final approvals this year. But in addition, we've made very good progress with important projects on leases, revenue and non-exchange expenses and measurement. So overall, I think a very important year for the board. And certainly in terms of engagement, we really have moved forward with the roundtables that we held for the strategy and work plan. And I think that gives us an important model uh, for future engagement. During the final quarter of the year, one of the important developments was the publication of the status report on the International Public Sector Financial Accountability Index. This shows that although at, at the moment it's only 25% of governments that are publishing accrual accounts, the projection is that in five years' time that will have increased to 65%. That really underlines uh, the importance of the standards programme that we're pursuing at the moment, but also the need for us to really focus on our stakeholder needs and for communication channels and it's there that I think the roundtables that uh, we held during the year as part of the strategy and work plan development process will stand us in very good stead and provide an important model for increasing engagement uh, with the users of our standards. So overall I think a very important year for the board both in terms of uh, the literature that we've approved, the progress we've made with our projects but in terms of laying the foundations for our future engagement with users. And it, I really do come back to that fact that the uh, level of the, the projected level of increase in the use of our standards over the next five years. Thanks to all who have joined us today and to you, our listeners. The next IPSASB meeting will be from March the 12th to March the 15th, 2019 in Washington, D.C., where we shall be hosted by the World Bank. Meetings of the IPSASB are open and members of the public may register as observers. More information is available on the IPSASB website, www.ipsasb.org. All audio podcast meeting highlights and CAG podcasts are available in the meetings section of the IPSASB website, and listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Listeners can also follow us on Twitter at IPSASB underscore news. Thanks for listening and join us again in March 2019.